Welcome to episode number 521 of the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. This time, it's the year in review. Hi there, Rick Moyer with you. So glad to have you along on this wonderful first couple weeks of January 2015. Got all sorts of cool things to talk about. Um, basically, what happened last year on Treks in Sci-Fi. Try to do it not boring so you don't like tune out or not want to listen. I'm just going to touch on a few, maybe play a few clips and tell you what you missed out on if you didn't get to hear it or simply remind you what you did get to listen to. So here we go. The year in review of 2014 for the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Well, 2014 started out with yours truly doing a review back in 2013. If you uh, missed out on any of the shows in 2013, take a listen to my year in review of the Tracks and Sci-Fi podcast. And uh, if you get a hankering, you can go back and listen to some of them. I know I enjoy picking a topic because after, well, this year's significant, uh, or this next year's significant, because we got to episode number 500. So there's just about every subject you can think of quite fun so going on to the next one uh we were excited to present to you galaxy's child which is a tng episode on episode number 471 i actually did a parody song i haven't done any of those in a long time and uh that was quite fun in fact uh, here it is dr brahms is ready to transport sir okay bring her over Hi. I mean, um, welcome aboard, Dr. Brahms. I'm Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge. Chief Engineer. Forge. So you're the one who's fouled up my engine design. Studium at Starbase 313. We picked you up so you could see our engine. Liam, you change your hair, you know. On the holodeck, you were out of sight. Leah, you walk right through to me, not even giving me the time of day. Leah, you come and dine in with me, I'll make this dinner, how about fruit chili? She know my Jordy, she know my Jordy, she know my Jordy. Picard explores an alien, he shoots it dead in space but inside. There's a baby, watchman call it? They do a C-section and it survives. The thing, it latches onto them and tries to nurse the Enterprise. Meanwhile, in the Jeffrey's tomb, Jordy makes his move on this prom. She don't love Jordy. She don't love Jordy. She don't love Jordy. Wow, you're what?
Our resident old movie sci-fi buff. Not that you're old, Mark. I'm just saying the movies you review are. <laughs> Don't throw anything at me. But he did the episode on Destination Moon. Then episode number 473, Rico back in the seat again. And uh, this time he covered over 20 years worth of DC Comics animated films. Some great stuff. And he ran down the whole list. You also got some geek talk and some Trek news and more. So I hope you enjoy that podcast. Then we flipped in to February and started off things with a bang with Chris, Jen, and Joe as they covered the book Kenobi. Yeah, he is really messed up over what happened between him and Anakin in this yeah. book. And, and that is something I do love about the yeah, book. Yeah, me that too. Because deal with that. he's dealing with, you know, the loss of a brother. Yeah, and... and yeah. And the loss of his entire family, everything he's known. And they kind of help you deal with how quickly Anakin turned in re uh, Revenge of the Sith um, by uh, listening to Obi-Wan try to talk to um, Qui-Gon, who he's, yeah. he knows is, you know, able to communicate with Yoda. And he's trying to communicate with him. Or at least Yoda told him that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of, you know pouring his heart out to Qui-Gon about all this stuff. And you learn through that, that he feels guilty that he should have picked up on, on all these cues of Anakin right. and he's turning slowly to the dark side. So, you know, that helped a lot for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, did you, either of you guys read the um, episode three novelization? Yes, I did. It's a long time ago. Yeah. It's, it's excellent. Um, and it does. That's James Lucino. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, and yeah. um, there is this, the the uh, the ending with there is where he he speaks to Qui Gon. Of course, we always love hearing from them, and they they went on to start a brand new podcast called the Star Wars Stacks, and you can catch them on iTunes and uh, check out the thread on Treks and Sci Fi about their podcast and listen to all sorts of great stuff about uh, the novels and fun extended universe of uh, Star Wars. Yeah, a lot of fun. Then Rico took us on a trip to Voyager. That's right, Voyager. We hadn't d done an episode from them in a long time. So episode number 475 was Infinite Regress with uh, Rico. He is a fifth season episode. He covered that, plus he had a listener comment and a song from Warp 11. Then after that, uh, the fun guys are back to talk about 
Conan the Destroyer. It's right. Chris and Rico do their best Conan imitations and talk a long time about the movie. It's so funny. I could listen to those guys talk about Conan forever. They're hilarious. So you might want to check that one out. And then um, second time that Rico has done this, he sat down with author Larry Nemchek, or Nemechek, I guess that's how you say his name, on episode uh, 477. And that was a great interview. If you haven't heard it, you might want to check it out. It's it's interesting. You know, it's very... Uh, People, I one of the things I always constantly try to tell people and fight is that, you know, try to make up your own mind on things. You know, don't don't. I mean, if, if you've got a group of friends or people that have similar tastes, those are good people to listen to. But but, but you know, try to try to at least experience it for yourself and make up your own mind. And now when they're finally getting around to making up their own mind, they're saying, oh, yeah, I kind of like this. Yeah, and not that anything's above. I mean, I've got no, no. There's sad, certainly, but I can still critique. I, you know, the second season of Enterprise got very thin on a lot of stories, and that's kind of really what started their viewer spiral. But they were also on UPN, you know, the crippled little network, and they would be way down in the master ratings. But, yeah, I think they. Well, and, and the one year that they overlap with Battlestar, with Ron Moore's Battlestar Galactica reboot, the last year of Enterprise was the first year that everybody. And I we said this yesterday, everybody thinks about Enterprise tanking and, and Battlestar being this huge explosive hit out of the gate. But it was still on Sci-Fi Channel, you know, cable. And even though UPN was a crippled little network where the local hockey game might bump it to three in the morning or something. Exactly. It yeah. still had more uh, it still had more penetration, more potential audience. And the one year they overlapped, Enterprise still had a million more viewers a week than Battlestar in its breakout first year. Which yeah. people that just shocks people, but one was it was the perceptual thing, you know, perception, and yep. one and was a big fish in a small pond, and one was a small fish in a big pond. But you know, there's still an absolute there. So, so if you didn't get a chance to listen to that interview, do take a look back at episode number four seventy seven. Launching into March, we got a real treat with episode four seventy eight, the geek bag, as Rico termed it. He had just taken a trip for work over to China, and he shares all about his trip and the geek friend that he met and a bunch of other cool geeky things. Really a, a great episode to listen to. Then, Mads takes the helm, uh, coming up on episode 479, where he reviews two different shows, the cult hit Auto Man and Street Hawk. Two incredible series that if you've never seen you need to see but uh, meds does a great job covering them and uh, you should take a listen coming up after that was episode number 480 and this week was a classic with the alternative factor uh, remember the um, the cool tos episode so that was a lot of fun and rico did that he also covered some recent uh, genre topics, comics, uh, the canceling of some good shows before their time, and much more. Then we were on to episode number 481, where my wife and I, Amy and I, got to review one of our favorite episodes from Next Generation, The Child. It was the first episode of season two, and my wife had a lot of things to say about it. And it was a, We had a great time doing the show. If you didn't get to hear that, you might want to go back and take a listen. 
Then on to April with the right out of the gates cool episode of Trex and Sci-Fi, number 482, The Clone Wars. Here's where Rico and Brian get together. Now, if you know Brian, you love to listen to him talk because he has so many great things to say. Team him up with Rico and you got a power-packed episode with lightsabers and all sorts of cool things about the Clone Wars. What they do is they cover seasons one through five, and then they cover the sixth season in depth. So it was it was a great episode, number 482. Clone Wars movie that you mentioned earlier, you know, we were talking about. And, and I look at the animation style, and, and, uh, and man, it, they, they came a long way in the in the six seasons. So Yeah, I just finished watching rewatching the, the movie, and yeah, it's, it's night and day compared to the episodes, uh, season six stuff. In regards to Darth Maul, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think though, from a creative choice, I think they actually did a good job, and I thought Sam Witwer's performance, voice performance for it was terrific. And showing Maul as a little crazy and trying to find his way back to where he was, I think I, it was mm-hmm. an interesting journey that, in retrospect, I'm glad we, we were able to go on. And I, even though, yeah. yes, we, have, we had to allow for, for a lot of, like, well, listen, you got cut in half, but, you know, okay, <laughs> fair enough. But I think um, it was, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I thought, it, I thought it was nice to get that back. Obviously, it changes a little bit the dynamic of when you see Obi-Wan in Episode 3 thinking that, God, does he know Darth Maul might still be out there somewhere? Because we never see Darth Maul die. We, we, the, you know, Palpatine, after he defeats, defeats him in, in Savage... He keeps Maul alive. So Maul's somewhere running around. <laughs> um, yeah, I so see what you. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you know, there, uh, there's only so much, you know, and we'll, we'll uh, when we talk season six in detail here in a moment or two, they they are constantly over the whole series pushing the envelope as much as they can. Next up in April was Invaders Mars, uh, number four eighty three. When our buddy Mark Daniels grabbed a hold of the podcast and did the Invaders from Mars uh, old movie review. Very fun. He always does an excellent job covering the old movies. So uh, great job, Mark. Thanks for that. Then we moved on to genre universes. That's right. Episode number 484. Rico and Chris cover the mega-sized subject of genre universes that uh, everybody loves things like marvel firefly token harry potter all the different kinds that we love and they're looked at and discussed it's a, a large episode but a very fun episode if you enjoy listening to rico and chris talk about cool stuff that we all enjoy the up next was a great episode from var talk our buddy var var talk was back with episode number 485 and he covered the uh, musical artist Brian Tyler. And uh, that was kind of fun. He's a composer. Not a name that uh, most people know but that well, but uh, you certainly know his music. Uh, so a big thanks to Vartok for putting that together. Another awesome podcast, as Vartok always does. Brian's next film in 2007 was the drama romance Partition, followed by the film War the American action film reuniting Jet Li as former CIA assassin Rogue and Jason Statham as FBI agent John Crawford. Next up is one of my favorite fun sci-fi movies, Aliens vs. Predators Requiem. Why? Because I've always liked both the Aliens and Predator film franchises. And finally, these two badass alien races duke it out in a test for superiority. 
The film doesn't have a great rating, but it is guilty fun. Here is the namesake track. Always fun to hear from Vartok, and he's such a great guy, or alien, or whatever you are, Vartok. I'm not sure. Well, coming up in May, we started off things with an Enterprise episode. Rico covered Kirshara. I think that's how you say it. I'm not exactly sure. And then I got the privilege and honor of interviewing Sebastian Pruth, the uh, guy that does the Star Trek The Continuing Mission kind of revived it and uh, was just about to release a brand new episode which is out now so you can actually hear that so that was a lot of fun on episode number 487 then there was a special interview that Rico had with author Mark Cushman and that's episode number 488 always fun to hear from Vartok and He's such a great guy, or alien, or whatever you are, Vartok, I'm not sure. Well, coming up in May, we started off things with an Enterprise episode. Rico covered Kirshara. I think that's how you say it. I'm not exactly sure. And then I got the privilege and honor of interviewing Sebastian Pruth, the uh, guy that does the Star Trek The Continuing Mission kind of revived it and uh, was just about to release a brand new episode which is out now so you can actually hear that then on episode 488 Rico interviewed Mark Cushman an author of These Are the Voyages I guess the first question Mark that I, that everyone probably would have is why did you do this <laughs> how did it start and a little background I guess on uh, on for the people who haven't read some of the, the early parts of the books and that describes that, but how'd you get into this to begin with? I interviewed Gene Roddenberry in 1982 for a uh, TV special here in Los Angeles. And uh, I was very young at that time, just getting started in the, uh, the TV industry as a writer. And uh, uh, in the process of interviewing him, and this is right after the first movie had come out and the second one, Rathacon, hadn't come out yet, but they were in the... Uh, process of making that. Uh, I saw just the massive amount of documentation he had uh, on the original series, on the making of it, that it, which is not normal, 
that um, production companies or producers will keep every scrap of paper and every memo and every draft of every script and so forth. And this was records. stuff that was in, in Gene Roddenberry's personal uh, archives himself or Paramount? Yeah, yeah. yeah Gene kept uh, a copy of everything, and Bob Justman, his uh, co-producer, kept a copy of everything. So as you can hear, it was an excellent interview and very informative. Then from there, we sail into the end of May, which is number 489, McCon. 2014. This is a preview clip of Rico's full vidcast coverage of the Motor City Comic Con. MC Con, get it, Con. Yeah. So you can see the full video cast if you go to uh, the show notes over at treksinsci-fi.com. Then next, it was on to number 490 on June 1st. Where my co-host Jedi Jeff, who I do the the uh, Sequest podcast with, by the way, uh, we discussed um, uh, the upcoming Star Wars movie, and I was able to go down to the Star Wars shop in Aberdeen, Washington, and interview Don Zucker, the owner of the Star Wars shop. He relayed how he started the store and how people from all over the world visit every year. It was a, a great interview, and I think you'll enjoy that. There's more stuff than you could really take in. It was just like shelves yeah. and shelves, just full of just all sorts of different things. And anything today. you can imagine. Yeah, like just all sorts of different things. And uh, like some stuff I recognized that stuff I had owned or, or owned seen, or had right. owned and uh, other stuff that I just remembered, stuff I never even knew they made yeah it's like wow really so well it's a it's a really fun interview and i think everybody's going to really like it and especially those that have uh come through and visited you know um our friend duffster from the uh forums who used to do the book reviews on treks and sci-fi he and his wife are going to be out here in june uh well it's june now as i think we play this on june 1st but uh they're going to be out uh towards the middle of the month and that's one of the places i'm taking them to see that and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so, and she'd been signing for about two days and she was kind of tired and everything, but this was just different enough. And she let me take a picture of her actually signing it, of course, for authenticity. Sure. You got to have that. You got to have that. And then she was kind enough to show me her tattoo. Really? Really? And, uh, and that was kind of fun. And of course it wasn't of me. Oh, what a bummer. It should have had Don Zucker and on it. She yeah. didn't ask me to sign it. So. Oh, man. But anyway, that was fun, and uh, so we've tried to make the arm famous. And so she signs it, and then you went right to the tattoo shop. Right. You would think it would be easy to find a tattoo shop in L.A., sure. but this was like about 9 at night after we'd finished, and I didn't feel comfortable walking around the streets <laughs> of, yeah, a little bit scary for a tattoo parlor in the alley. <laughs> but <laughs> on the way to dinner that night, we passed by a place, and it was open. So I just sent everybody else I was with to dinner. I went in, and the young tattoo artist happened to be a Star Wars fan. He yeah, happened to just have somebody cancel. So he tattooed in the signature before it rubbed off. 
because I was walking around L.A. with my uh, sleeve rolled up. And Hot and muggy. I, I didn't want it to to get wiped off. And, and then he actually he actually did a picture of, of Carrie Fisher. Yes. yes. Slave Leia. Ooh. Ooh, it's nice. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, if you ever get a chance to see the Star Wars shop in downtown Aberdeen, Washington, you want to stop by and see that. And say hi to me because I live here. It's a fun place to live and a great store to visit. Next up was 491, a classic style podcast with Rico at the helm. Rico was back to talk about his recent trip to Mexico and uh, Star Wars and all the things going on with that. And then did a full commentary on the DS9 episode, When It Rains. Next up was Don Ricardo back again to talk about the series on episode number 492, UFO. And then on June 22nd, we did the TV recap where Chris and Rico decided to talk all about uh, this season's uh, Game of Thrones, Arrow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and other recent shows. And they had a great time talking about TV, comics, and Trek, and all that jazz. So you get a chance to listen to them again. Then the uh, Star Wars boys, that's, well, I'm, I'm kind of part of that, came back to talk about the ships in Star Wars on episode number 494. Uh, this time, I believe we talked about, uh, which ones was it? Oh, that's right. Uh, we covered the ships of the Empire. That's what it was. So that was a lot of fun to uh, talk about. And I asked a lot of questions since I don't know much, but the other guys do. Of course, that's Jeff, Brian, and Joe that uh, know more about it than I do. <laughs> then, of course, we sail into July, where the very first one of July was a Voyager episode covering dun, 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 the classic Endgame. And then, of course, uh, Rico talks about movies, track TV, and other things before talking about the big Voyager finale. Then our resident sci-fi oldies, guy mark is back mark daniels to talk about flight to mars on episode number 496 she signed a modeling contract with the prestigious john robert powards agency in new york the attention she got from modeling brought an offer from 20th century fox she got her first break in 1942 when she was cast in a leading female role in an adventure film serial called spy smashers a production that is considered by many as one of the best serials ever made. During World War II, she entertained the troops, worked for the War Bond Drive, and at the Hollywood Canteen. During the 1950s, she continued to act mostly in secondary film roles, notably Marilyn Monroe's 1955 hit, The Seven Year Itch. She kept busy into the early 1960s with guest appearances on a number of different TV shows. She has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and she passed away August 31st, 1999, at the age of 81. Mark, you really should consider going into radio. You have such an awesome voice. Then we go on to episode number 497 on July 20th, The Golden Voyage of Sinbad. Remember that show? Man, I used to love that show when I was a kid, that movie. Well, Rico plays some clips and he talks about this classic Ray Harryhausen. Is that how you say it? I listened to you enough talk about it, Rico. Uh, anyway, about the film, he also has some Trek news and some other things to talk about. And, of course, he introduces coming up the big show number 5, 
100. Next on was the Skype special all about summer movies. And, you know, from time to time, Rico gets everybody on the phone and we have a great time. Well, it was myself, uh, Rick Pete, uh, Chris was there, um, Jeff was there, Brian was there, and Rico. And we all talked about the summer movie titles and what we've seen, what we liked. And we talked about a little bit of TV and we tried to make it spoiler free. So that was episode number 498. For $4.99, this was fun. This was the, the big episode before the giant five, 500th episode. And it was Dave who looked at the classic film, The Final Countdown. It's a sci-fi adventure of time travel. And a Navy warship is um, involved. And it's a lot of fun to watch. So if everybody wants to uh, check that out, it was pretty cool. And then, of course... Da, 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 da. Mega cast number 500. That's right, 500 episodes of Treks in Sci Fi. Hey, everybody, live long and prosper. Hey, so um, here we are. And uh, I, I started with a little bit of funny stuff at the, at the beginning of the show. And uh, I just wanted to uh, welcome all of you to this. Uh, uh, historic event I don't know <laughs> it's uh, it's hard for me to believe I've done over 500 podcasts uh, or video casts some of them have been actually a lot of those are guest spots in the last couple of years which uh, thanks to a lot of you that are watching uh, I appreciate that uh, I don't even really know what to talk about or what to say to begin with uh, just uh, it's been a fun ride uh, I've covered a huge number of things I uh, Sometimes I feel like I've got nothing new to talk about, and, and sometimes I have, you know, a bunch of new stuff to talk about, like the cool new Guardians of the Galaxy movie uh, that I hope everyone's seeing and going to see again. It's, it's fantastic. The fun part about that particular podcast was it was a vidcast, and the question was to all of his listeners, of uh, Rico's listeners, was uh, what genre of science fiction program would you like to live in and why and so we all sent videos in and it's really quite cool it's up on vimeo and if you go to the treks inside forum you can find links to that video well after the significant episode 500 we then went on to take a look at another classic science fiction film called them and our host of course was mark daniels who uh, enjoyed sharing with us all about that particular movie in episode number 501. 502 was the ninth anniversary podcast. And, uh, of course, that's kind of a big deal. Nine years of podcasting for Rico. And, of course, he did a live show on Ustream. Talked about comics and conventions and cosplay. He showed off his costume for the upcoming Austin Comic Con, which was kind of cool. Uh, talked about Hot Toys Collectible and much, much more. And yes, there was dancing. Episode number 503 was all about robots with the cool new podcast folks that are out there uh, named Sean and Bridget Vanderloo who do the Rusted Robot podcast. Well, they came to talk about classic robots here on the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Lance Henriksen. And significant to us because our son's name is Bishop. That's right. Right. That's right. Okay. And so, that's why he made it on the list 
as Not, opposed to Ash. That's right. Right. Or or David from Prometheus, which is also in the same film universe. Exactly. Androids. Yeah. So a little bit of uh, information on Lance Bishop. He is Hyperdyne Systems Model 341-B. He is a synthetic technician of the U.S. Col- Colonial Marine Corps. He's the executive officer of the USS Sulaco, yeah, but not part of the combat personnel. He's part of the Marines, but not part of the combat. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Now, he was designed and created by Michael Wayland of the Wayland yutani Corps. Okay. 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 And, of course, like I said, uh, he's a newer model than Ash from the Alien film, directed by Ridley Scott in 1979. Right. Which took place in the year 2122. Of course you can tell that there are so many awesome people out there that listen to Treks in Sci-Fi that now participate in guest hosting that it is just remarkable. So much fun. Really, really fun. So next was episode 504 with the classic episode from TOS, Elaine of Troyes. And uh, Rico covered that and, of course, does an awesome job. Those are like coming home. I don't know. Every time I listen to a, a show where he just talks or does clips or even watches a full commentary, I just I really enjoy it when Rico covers an episode of Star Trek. Next up was Chris and Jen who talked about the video game Mass Effect on episode number 505. Then on episode number 506, Rico took a look at the TV season and the new genre shows that uh, he was going to be watching. He previewed things such as The Flash, Gotham, Star Wars Rebels, and much, much more. It's kind of a nice, cool preview to the exciting new shows that were coming on at the time. Then, of course, uh, Mark was back. Mark did a lot of shows this last year. Always fun to listen to the classic old uh, movies that were out as far as science fiction was concerned. And uh, too much fun to go back and and watch them. And he, of course, gives us behind-the-scenes stuff and everything. A lot of fun. This one was uh, from The Outer Limits classic episode called The Zanti Misfits. So this time, instead of covering a movie, he covered a TV show. And a very, very fun episode. And he did, a great, of course, a great job, as always. Then the big video. Yes, sir. It was the preview con. Um, he was very excited about presenting this. And it was a, it was a full-blown video cast all about Austin Comic Con. And he did a great job putting all that together. It's on Vimeo. And you can find the notes in the podcast. Amy and I got to come back and joined our special guest host, Michelle Lamberia, as we discussed the new stars um, show called Outlander, sci-fi meets, uh, I don't know, Scottish type of thing. I don't know how to describe it. You had to listen to the podcast to find out about it. But that was episode number 509. No, and then I, I remember wishing that they made a movie out of it after I'd read the books. And she writes a book, and then you have to wait five years for her to put out another book. Well, that's because they're so Sorry. freaking big. They are huge. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so in between books, you're wishing that you could watch a movie about it. Right. And when when they finally started casting people, I was like a vicious mad dog just grabbing everything that would come online. And, I, <laughs> I and so when it that. came out, it was like – I. I I'm not ashamed to say I, I may have cried a little bit. Was it as good as you I, thought it would be? I, I'm not. Uh, they call them Poutlanders. 
um, because people are so into the books, they get upset because um, Claire's ring isn't right. Her eyes are not brown. Or, yeah, her eyes are blue in the show, but they're brown in the book. Right. Um, just little details like that. I, I watch it for just entertainment and to see what Ron does with the books. Mm -hmm. And I know that Diana is part of they, – they go to her and ask her if it's okay if they do this, this – and so I watch it for pure entertainment and to see what they do with the characters. And I absolutely loved it. It was like, I wished it didn't end. Then we were frightened into episode number 510 because Rico covered House on a Haunted Hill, the Halloween podcast from the movie from 1959. After that, we had the first thing that this is the first time in 500 shows or so that um, we repeated a show. That's right. Rico went back to the very beginning and played uh, uh, from Podcast 36 um, an episode that he did way back when in, I th believe it was uh, 2006, from an old audio drama that he did, and he played it back on episode number 511. Then on to episode number 512, True Q. Uh, that was a great episode with, of course, uh, Next Generation John Delancey uh, playing Q. And, uh, of course, we got Amanda and a, a bunch of different other things there. It was it was quite fun. And, of course, we got to um, hear a little bit about the movie Interstellar because that was out. And he, of course, talked about his recent trip to Las Vegas. Rico then had a great opportunity to talk with the makers of The Red Shirt Diaries, the web series. He was able to interview Ashley Victoria Robinson and Jason Inman about uh, season number one and their plans for season number two. It was a great chat, and uh, the interview was excellent. You have to take a listen to that. What was each of your first kind of introduction, or when did you first know about star trek I, I always like to say was it was it an, a movie an episode where where did you first get introduced to first no oh, i mean that's like i feel like i've always known about star trek the way i've always known about like batman superman and wonder woman okay because for me they're such a part of the zeitgeist like i can't remember the first time being told like this is star trek and um <laughs> Today, you know, the, today, my like young LaFleur daughter. Is probably you know. the first character I remember. Yeah. Because of the, like, I remember sort of knowing his name because of his visor. Like, it was so iconic. But I didn't start watching it till um, I was about 12 years old. And I would come home after school and Spike TV, the network for men, would run the original series, TNG, DS9, and Voyager all in a row. Oh, yeah. They were playing everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was great. So I was like, cool. I don't know anything about this. I'm going to watch all of it and I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> Good. Okay. And yeah, it, you're right. It is difficult to know, like, when's the first, you know, your first exposure to it, especially yeah. since it, there's like so much of it out right now. I mean, you know, you have all the series, all the movies. I mean, it's you pretty much if you flip through cable at any given time, you know, you can find it somewhere. Uh, it's, it's funny. I've, I've traveled quite a bit and, you know, I'll pop, I'll, I was in Europe or something one time for business and, you know, I get to the hotel and you kind of do this when you unpack, at least I do sometimes I'll just flip on the TV for no reason, just for noise. And I'm unpacking yep. <laughs> it. And there's like Star Trek next generation episode in German, you know, I, I can't speak German <laughs> at all. That's my German. But, uh, 
but anyway, it's just weird how that happens, you know. And uh, but how about you, Jason? What was uh, what was your first, or you know, how did you first get into well, it? Well, back no? in the late '80s, when the, the Next Generation was going to premiere, there was a news interview on KSN Channel 16 in Joplin, Missouri, where I where I'm originally near the area, and they were interviewing people on the street about the new Star Trek that was going to come on TV. Oh, okay, and I was like. And I was like, what is this? I don't know what this is. I was a little kid, and my parents uh, turned it on. And that Saturday night, we at 6 o'clock, we watched Encounter at Farpoint. And from that moment on, I was hooked. And I watched all the spinoff series uh, live to air every, every week. Then from there, we ventured into episode number 514, where Rico did a great Skype call talking to people about conventions. And on the call was Kenny, Jen, Angela, Chris, and myself. And we had a great chance to uh, chat about all of the different cool conventions that people had been to. I've never been to one, so I got to ask a lot of questions. And we got to share a lot of stories. It was just an excellent podcast. From there, episode number 515 was Mark Daniels back again to talk about the 1953 classic film War of the Worlds. Then kind of a momentous occasion, we got to hear from Rico about his trip to California when he got to meet none other than Kenny from the forums or geeky fanboy as we know him. That was really cool that he got to meet up. They got to spend the day together and, and talk about all sorts of fun geeky things. But then he covered the episode of Enterprise called Demons. Up next was the dynamic duo of Chris and Jen as they covered the Elder Scrolls game in episode number 517. Save if you really want to. Obviously, that's the, the cool thing about these games is you can just save at will. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saving before I'm opening this door because I have no idea what's behind this door. So I'll save it. Um, yeah, and another cool, uh, a cool skill that I always um, work on is my speech craft skill which allows you to um you know persuade people intimidate, intimidate pe- them or get good, get good prices which is the best because um you know once in a for a while in these games getting having money is like hard <laughs> until you you know steal enough stuff or you get paid enough or you have and to get you know decent armor or if you want to have to buy it but of course if you get blacksmithing you can make your own stuff which is way better because you can improve it but um Speechcraft in Oblivion was annoying as heck to level. I don't know if oh, you're... Oh, yes. It had that stupid, that stupid... Um, speech wheel. The, the wheel. And basically it was like you had, you had to sort of gauge if the person would like you to insult them or tell like them tell joke, them a joke or... Flatter them. Don't try to intimidate me. You know, leave now. You know, people, you get your end up. So, like, there's a percentage. I did not like the way they did it in this no, game at all. I forgot all about that. So I don't miss it in Skyrim. No, in Skyrim, it's way better. In Skyrim, it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, you, 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 uh, they don't, they, it fails. Or in Skyrim, it's just, it's just, it's just more uh, organic, I guess. That's the way that. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me kind of like is uh, lock picking in Skyrim. It's, it's like they traded those two things, where in Oblivion, you had to do this crazy formula of um, insults and jokes. No, it's so stupid. To, you know, to convince people of things. And in Skyrim, you have to pick locks all the time. And 
tumblers and all that. Yeah, well, we the, had to do that in Oblivion, you too. You did. But it's a lot more difficult in Skyrim. Yes, you really, especially the hard... You, you really have to, like, get have the... Have a lot of lockpicks. Yeah, a lot. Like, I always buy extra. That's Me why too. you should join the Thieves Guild. Up next was a fun video presentation. Every year around Christmas time, Rico does a thing called the Secret Santa. And those folks on the forum that want to, they go ahead and put their name in the hat and get a Christmas gift for somebody else on the forum. And this year was no exception. A lot of fun. And you can see us opening our gifts from our Secret Santa on this video. A lot of fun and some fun holiday talk. It's a blast. You can watch it over on Vimeo, but check it out in the podcast notes, episode number 518. Last but not least, closing out the year, our buddy Vartok is back. And this time he talks about the genius musician Danny Elfman and covers the music. Um, Gee whiz, he does a great job too and got all sorts of great music in the cast. I think everybody would enjoy listening to that if they like any of the Danny Elfman soundtracks. And that does it for the year of 2014 in Treks and Sci-Fi. Once again, just want to say thank you to everyone that uh, guest hosted and especially a big thanks goes out to Rico for having this program. What a wonderful, excellent, and geeky podcast it is. 500 episodes strong and counting. I mean, we're all the way up to 520 episodes already. That's absolutely amazing. And with this one, 521. So thank you again. If you'd like any more information on the podcast, please email Rico today at treksf at gmail.com. treksf at gmail.com. And as always, you can check out treksandsci-fi.com on the World Wide Web. I'm Rick Moyer. Thanks so much for joining me for this look back at the year 2014 with Treks in Sci-Fi.